welcome to the Travel Coach Network podcast, your weekly dose of travel coach info, inspo, and news from around the globe. Tune in to each episode to hear inspiring stories of successful travel coaches who are building their lives and business around travel, all while exploring around the world. You'll also learn all about travel coaching, setting intentions for a trip, adding meaning to travel, and how you can grow your own travel coaching business. Because remember, there is more to a travel career than just blogging and bookings. Now, join me as we reshape how and why people travel. Before we get to today's episode, we have a quick, small ask for you. In a moment, could you pause this episode, go to your favorite podcast player, and leave a review for this podcast? Even if you leave five stars and no words, we so appreciate that effort. When you leave reviews for podcasts, that helps them get discovered by the right people. So that means a future aspiring travel coach could discover this podcast because of your review. We so, so appreciate you taking the time to do that. We'll give you a second to pause this episode and do that now if you can. You back? Okay, great. Let's get on with the show. Curious about travel coaching? Join Zahara Rose, the founder of the Travel Coach Network, on Thursday, November 10th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a free Travel Coach 101 training. Zahara will be talking everything travel coaching, including how to incorporate it into your current role, what travel coaching is, and what makes travel coaching different from other jobs. She'll also share some very interesting travel industry trends and tips you can immediately implement into your own travel coaching business. Find the registration link for the webinar in the show notes. Welcome back to the Travel Coach Network podcast. It is I, Sahara Rose, the founder of the Travel Coach Network and the creator and instructor of the Travel Coach Program. Today we have Julia Menez, a point strategy coach, speaker, and host of GeoBrief Travel Podcast. After traveling to more than 30 countries before the age of 30 and saving thousands of dollars each year with points and miles, Julia distills the strategies from top award travelers around the world. She is known for her content about credit cards, such as protections and luxury travel opportunities. Julie has been a speaker for FinCon, a course instructor for Frequent Traveler University, and quoted in publications such as the New York Times, Money Magazine, Fodder's Travel, and Business Insider. Julia, thank you so much for joining me today. Where did your love of travel even stem from? Hey, I'm excited to be here today. Hmm, my love of travel, I think... It started when I was six years old and we went on a family vacation to the Philippines. We only went on vacation like every eight years, but I still remember getting to sit on a plane then and then just looking out the window and seeing the ground kind of disappear underneath us and just thinking that was the coolest feeling and then just getting to spend the summer on the other side of the world. So that definitely sparked some curiosity in me to see more of the world after that. Really didn't get to go on any other international trips until after college was when it really ramped up. Ever since that moment, I really just wanted to see more of the world. Do you have a favorite place that you've traveled to or a place that really made an impact on you? So my favorite place that I've traveled to is Singapore because I am kind of a logistics nerd. And I think that Singapore has the perfect Venn diagram of good logistics and city planning, but also good tasty food. A lot of places that I've gone, like Morocco, the food was excellent, but traffic was a bit of a nightmare. Philippines is very much the same way. And then some places like Denmark, the logistics are so good, but the food was not my favorite. So everything kind of tasted like pickles. But Singapore, they had 
they had really good logistics and really good food. So that's one of my favorite places I've traveled to. And also their airport is just fantastic. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember being in Singapore airport. It's like an amusement park, a movie theater. It's crazy. But Singapore is a really cool city, especially it's very different from the rest of Asia. It gives you kind of a break and more like city feel because especially it's so clean and organized too. Tell the audience, how did you get started in the world of credit card points and miles? I know for myself, when I started traveling, I wish I had known this. When I started traveling at 22, it took about probably four or five years after hearing other travelers talk about miles and points for me to understand it. I first heard about it in probably 2017. My husband and I were really into reading some different personal finance blogs, and a lot of them kept mentioning that they had gotten to travel for free or save a lot on travel by using points that they earned from credit cards. And I thought, that's a scam. That's definitely not a real thing. But I just kept hearing about it more and more. And eventually I decided to try it. And we got our first couple cards. We earned the sign-up bonus on the SPG card from back in the day. Rest in peace. It's not a thing anymore. We redeemed those points unintentionally. It, It wasn't in the grand plan. We were going to Morocco and we had a tour guide who was taking care of everything other than our flights, our hotel, our excursions. He was picking us up from the airport, but then he had to cancel on us about 20 hours before we landed in the airport. And then after that, I panicked and called American Express and asked, hey, I have some points. Like, is there something we can do to get a hotel? And they said, yeah, you have enough points to stay at the Sheraton Casablanca for free for three nights. I said, great, let's do that. And when we got there, I just didn't think it was going to work. I had a confirmation number, but I was like, how are we getting a free night at this hotel? But then it worked and they even gave us an upgrade because I had some status from that card. And ever since then, I've just really been addicted to points and miles and really leaned into it during the pandemic. I love that. What about that experience and your knowledge and your, you know, over the years of you accruing miles and having types of experiences and trips for a little to no cost. What about that inspired you to want to help others and to put that out there to what you do now? I heard at some point that the way to get a lot of points and miles was to start a business or to get business credit cards. And I thought you had to have a legit business to do this. So I opened a travel agency. Turns out you can get those business credit cards just by driving for go out. We couldn't really do anything. So I just wanted people to talk to about points and miles hey, can we just jump on a Zoom call and hang out and talk about points and miles? And people said, nope, that's weird. I don't want to do that. He said, well, what if I record our conversations and then release it to the internet? And they said, yeah, like a podcast. And I said, yeah, I'll just, I guess I'll start a podcast. So that's how the podcast was born. It really just came from me wanting to chat with other people about points and miles. And then it's kind of evolved from there. And From the podcast, I've started a coaching business, gotten credit card affiliate links. I did a course, lots of other brand partnerships. So it's really grown. Yeah, I know we met obviously because you came into the Travel Coach Network and the Travel Coach Certification Program and then are one of the graduates of this program. How do you incorporate coaching into how you work with people, especially around awards and, and points? The style of coaching that I do, whenever somebody has a large trip that they want to do, or they're trying to figure out how to really ramp up their points and miles game, I put together a 12-month coaching package for them where they'll just tell me their goals, where their home airport is, what cards they already have, 
and how many cards they're comfortable opening. So it's very personalized to each person. And then I put together a 12 month strategy for them on that and have some one-on-one coaching video calls and also prepare a resource guide because as people are opening lots of different cards, it can get confusing remembering what card to use for a given purchase, how many points do you have, how to track all of the different things. So I provide a resource guide for them as well. Is that what your masterclass? Tell us about the masterclass that you have on your website. Since the coaching is an investment that's a little bit higher, I did want to offer something that's a little bit more accessible to people. So every month we do a masterclass. It starts at just $5 where we have group coaching and then also a special topic. Topics in the past, we've talked about airline alliances, what airline loyalty program is probably the best for you, what hotel program is the best for you, how to use lots of different shopping apps and dining portals to get points in more than one program at the same time. And that one's just $5 to join or $10 if you want the recording. We have a lot of different streams of income and try to cater to people where they're at. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's super smart. And there's a lot of people are getting more and more into learning about credit cards and points and getting free travel. And I mean, I know that's what your podcast is all about. You you interview a lot of others who are, you know, in that base as well. What kind of trends, if any, have you seen? Because this world honestly is still foreign to me. I do use credit cards, especially for business and I crew accrue points and have taken a lot of great trips, but I am by no means a master at it or like super consistent with it. But what kind of trends are you seeing, if any, in the industry when it comes card hacks or points and miles, anything different, especially as we come out of the pandemic? In the before time, it was a lot more niche. And now there have been so many new accounts who have popped up on Instagram and TikTok and a lot of other platforms talking about points and miles. Beforehand, there was a handful of blogs. There were some different forums like Flyer Talk that people would read. But now it's so easy to find people on Instagram. I featured a lot of them on the podcast in hopes that Whatever your background or your travel style is, you'll be able to find somebody who you can identify with and resonate with in the points and miles space because before it was almost all just white guys who were talking about points and miles. It didn't feel accessible at all to women or people of color. So I think that landscape has really changed for the better. Yeah, I love that. I I know that that's something you really highlight on your podcast is to make that accessible. So that's really great. I know that you talk a lot about like luxury experience, luxury trips, but the world of luxury travel has really, is really changing as well. Do you have any examples of trips or a win of yours, I should say, that you take pride in that you've been able to get for a little to no cost in the world of like luxury travel? We've gotten to stay at some pretty amazing hotels in the world. One time we had a Hilton free night certificate. We spent it at the Grand Wailea in Maui. That hotel starts at $500, but I was able to actually get an upgrade to a $900 a night suite. And they gave us free champagne and dinner and breakfast and everything. So it was probably more than $1,000 of value for free on that stay. We've stayed at the Park Hyatt New York. That was probably a $2,000 stay. They gave us chocolate covered strawberries and they had gold flakes on them because that's how fancy that place is. We've stayed at the St. Regis New York and we got free breakfast too because they had Marriott status. Instead of just normal steak and eggs, they had filet mignon and eggs. We had to stay there. We're staying at the Alila Ventana Big Sur in California. 
that's like a two or three thousand dollar all-inclusive hotel in California. We got that one for free using points. We've flown some business class products to Air Canada business class to Greece, Turkish Airlines business class on the way back from Greece, Iberia business class to and from Spain. We've done Singapore Airlines business class to Germany. We actually did Singapore Airlines first class on the way back from Germany and they gave us the Singapore suites. So you have a chair, but also a bed and they can actually take the wall down. So you have a double bed in the sky if you're traveling with somebody else. So you have like this giant bedroom. It's amazing with the Dom Perignon and it's just the fanciest thing ever. And then we also have flights booked to Japan for next winter. We're going in January. We have reservations at the Park Hyatt Kyoto, which is apparently one of the nicest hotels in the world. And yeah, lots of other places too. We have Malaysia booked already. A lot of these we book 10 months in advance or so. We got to stay at the Grand Cannabis Oia Suites in Greece. It overlooks Santorini. That one's probably 1600 a night and we got it completely for free with points. So lots of luxury travel, but I know that some people listening to this who are getting started with points and miles are like, oh my God, I feel like I'm losing at the game because I haven't gotten to do anything cool like that. But I do always highlight, or I try to highlight very often, all travel is luxury travel. And just the fact that we get to go on cool trips and vacations and save hundreds or thousands of dollars on it, a minor miracle in and of itself, because some people are like, I'm not very good at this game. I only saved $200 or $500. But if you tell that to somebody who's just wanting to go back to Honduras to visit her mom and she doesn't have the five or six hundred dollars it can make a world of difference I know that the things that make the shiny headlines are all of those things I described with the all-inclusive resorts and the gold flakes on the strawberries and the first class and the champagne but really just anybody who's able to save some money and take the trip that they want to take that's a win yeah absolutely travel does not have to be arm and a leg just to do it and you can travel to different extents on different budgets even if you save $200 in one place, that $200 can get you a trip somewhere else or flight somewhere else, especially if you go to certain regions of the world where it's a little bit more affordable to travel. For those who are not sure what to do if they're just starting out, do you have some tips that you usually recommend for the people who feel like, you know, it sounds like everything you're describing, it sounds like a lot of points, which means you had to spend a lot of money on credit cards, or maybe I don't have a business. What do you say to that, to, to those kind of people? Start slow and work backwards. So pick a trip that you want to take and then start trying to figure out how much it's going to cost in points. And the more you research, the more you're going to find it's probably more affordable than you think. So for example, a business class flight from the US to Europe runs usually around 60,000 points. That's one credit card sign-up bonus. So if you got two credit cards over the course of a year, that's enough to get you round-trip business class flights to Europe. Similarly, there's so many different hotels that are what we would consider luxury hotels, but if they're somewhere like South America or Asia, they can be much cheaper both in the cash price and in the points price. It can seem like a lot where the first time you you search for something, it looks like it's going to cost a million points, especially if you're traveling with a family, but it doesn't always have to be that way. There's tons of resources out there. I can help with that on the GeoBreeze Travel Podcast or in the group coaching sessions that we do through the Patreon, but also just there's so much on Google. And I know that's a blessing and a curse because it can feel really overwhelming to sift through all of that. But if you 
want to check out my Instagram page. There's tons of free content on there as well for how to save on travel and use points and miles to get a lot of different things for free or discounted. Yeah, definitely. And we'll share your and find and follow you towards the end of our interview today. But I do have um, another question for you. When it comes to coaching people, are there any or helping, whether it's free or paid or anyone you've interviewed, anyone who's learned from you, do you have an example or you know something to share on a big that they had when it came to trips and points, anything that they've shared with you, your clients have shared with you? Yeah. So we have a few podcast episodes featuring past clients of mine. There was a girl named Lindsay and she actually put all of her wedding spend on different credit cards and they got their honeymoon for free. So that's a really good way to do it is the structure of a lot of the credit cards. You're going to get most of your points from the sign up bonus. So those are structured like you get 60,000 points if you spend $3,000 in the first three months. And a lot of people think, oh, I don't have $3,000 to spend. And there's different ways around that. But one really easy way is if you have a wedding coming up, you can just put all of the wedding spend on credit cards. Just make sure you can pay it off in full so you don't have to do any interest payments. But you can put that on credit cards, get sign-up bonuses, and use those points towards a free honeymoon. So she did just that. And they had a honeymoon in the Thompson Zoo Tenejo in Mexico. And she said it was on the west coast of Mexico, southwest coast of Mexico. It was a very like remote, and they felt like they had the resort all to themselves because it was during a pandemic as well. There was another client that I had, her name was Shayla, and she earned a ton of points and miles, she and her husband, and then she's gotten to take cool trips all over California. She did that Alila Ventana Big Sur Hotel, St. Regis, uh, Ritz-Carlton Half Moon Bay, St. Regis was in Palm Springs. There's a couple that I've coached named Haley and Justin. They have a podcast called The Price of Avocado Toast. They talk about personal finance. They used to be really into Dave Ramsey, and then they are very much now not um, because they've discovered the, the world of credit cards and what you can do with credit card points. They got to go and fly down to Cancun for free. They also went to a conference for free in Orlando. Those flights were free. So they've gotten to take free flights all over the place. We've had dozens of clients go through the program so far, and they're getting tons of huge wins and lots of different fun trips from their points. And then we also have a course. I only launched it for a week, but I'll bring it back once I I get some product feedback on it. That one's more self-paced and uh, people are estimating they can save tens of thousands of dollars from the information in that course. I believe it. It's funny that you bring up the wedding planning because I actually just saw a video on TikTok. I don't remember the girl's name, so it might've been Lindsay, but she was talking about how she used her charge everything on her credit card to get a free honeymoon for her wedding. And I'm in the midst of wedding planning. And I just brought that up to my fiance. I was like, let's just charge everything because why not, you know, to, to get our honeymoon. But also my fiance and I are taking a trip to Mexico in the beginning of November. And the flights have been crazy high for some reason. Um, I had decent flights getting there, but then I was looking at flights home and they were like, triple the price was able to get use my some of my miles not all of them but some of them to get us first class tickets to get back home so he's super excited about that but those small things like that really makes a difference to learn some basics of like exactly that you're teaching people so I love that I love that you have a course too and a, and a group coaching opportunity as well as we wrap up here Julia is there anything that you want to tell our audience that we haven't talked about or anything that you've been up to in your business any exciting news about anything I would say my tip for people is 
don't apply for credit cards through Google. I think people make that mistake a lot. So like, for example, you and your fiance, as you're doing honeymoon planning and wedding planning, you can refer each other to cards to get even more points that way. Like you'll get the referral bonus if you refer each other to cards rather than just each of you applying through Google. And then if you don't have anybody with a referral link, I'm sure lots of creators like myself always appreciate it when people use our links. It's absolutely free. And that's how we're able to generate so much free content because there's tons of content out there about points and miles. So use somebody's referral or affiliate links whenever you do decide to apply for cards. If you're not sure which ones to apply for, I do for free credit card consultations at geobreezetravel.com slash consultations. There's tons of free help and free resources out on the internet. Share with our audience, what is one fun fact about yourself? It doesn't have to be business or travel related. Before I did GeoBreeze as my full-time thing, I was actually an actuary. So I would do pricing for health insurance. And my fun fact, which is a weird fact, I went to actuary camp when I was 17. So you do camp things, but it's got an actuarial spin on it. So one of the activities, we would go bowling, and then we would have to collect data on how many strikes the other team got. And then we'd have to do a projection model on how many strikes we think they would get the next day based off of one point of data. And then we would take out strike insurance, trying to figure out how many strikes they were going to get. So it was the nerdiest thing ever. But yeah, that's what I did the summer before senior year of high school. That's funny. My fiance, he has an actuary as well and we go bowling quite a bit. He has not brought up any actuary camps or has not projected my strikes or anything either. And then Julia, let our audience know where they can learn more, follow you, join your courses and your coaching and more. I mostly hang out on Instagram at GeoBreeze Travel. You can also search for the GeoBreeze Travel podcast wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And then my website is GeoBreezeTravel.com. Wonderful. Julia, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, for everyone, be sure to follow us as well on Instagram at the Travel Coach Network or visit thetravelcoachnetwork.com and send us a hello. In our show notes, we will not only put all of Julia's links so you can find her easier, but there's also the link to join our open Facebook TCN community. And also the beginner's guide to travel coaching is in the show notes too. And if you know anyone who may be interested in travel coaching, be sure to send them our way on our podcast. We truly appreciate it. And until next time, my fellow wanderers, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Travel Coach Network podcast. If you're brand new to the world of travel coaching, you must grab our free beginner's guide to travel coaching in the show notes. Then come share your takeaway from this episode in the Travel Coach Network global community. It's our free Facebook group for aspiring and thriving travel coaches. See you there. Thank you.